Uh, yo, Shutter. I need to fi- I need to find that um, little email. Which yeah. one? The one that has our information for. Uh... Fuck! How come I can't find them? Uh, for the pick them. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's uh Sigatel. 2021 and then um it's harry lowercase uppercase lowercase i think all right so is it pigskin pick them is that what that is uh yes okay i think so so. all right so i need to find find a group uh i kind of want to i kind of want to start I kind of want to start the podcast right now um, and capture this journey so that we have proof that you did, in fact, join the pick Yeah, okay. <laughs> Touch PS football. Okay, hello everybody welcome to ps football uh sorry for the rushed uh beginning i am your host poop face as with me uh with me as always is the shack shack how you doing i'm i'm doing pretty good just just trying to type this out real quick yep and then we got a producer and the reason i'm doing this is because i wanted it to be documented that shack is actually joining the pick'em league as we speak um uh, hey hey lowercase harry's incorrect is it then it's harry is, is that what it was, Dondi? Do you remember? No, I, I'm the one who told you. Oh, shit. I'm going to go high-level hacker on this shit. Let's go. Uh, it might, in fact, be Harry. With, Harry, capital H. Yeah, with a capital H, yeah. Hey, so. cool. I joined successfully. Okay, and this is all Wednesday, September 15th at 6.22 p.m. So I think what's great is that I... I, I didn't pick it all last week and I'm still like nine wins out of like first place on that. Like that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Good job, job, everyone. I yeah. never do well in these. I greatly dislike them as our weekly game because it's basically me throwing away eight dollars. Mm, yep. Just like me playing in the league is me throwing away a hundred and ten dollars. So. I mean, it's only week one though. The beauty well, I, of the, the weekly game is that you can join a week late and most of the money is still up for grabs on a week to week basis. It's not like, so what if you even are out of the running for the end of season thing, it's only like 13 bucks or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, We didn't really talk about what we were going to talk about in this episode, but I assume that we will talk about week one. I assume that Eric will have um, no official sponsors, but multiple, um, items that he wishes to discuss jamie i'm offended i am a reformed individual i'm not gonna hawk myself for some cheap goods and publicity like i'm above all of that don't don't even worry about it okay define cheap like are you, are, <laughs> like if you say cheap do you mean like if it's a good quality product that's worth the money that doesn't constitute it as cheap Correct. Is there a dollar amount in mind? No, like a like a like a flimsy product as opposed to a well-made product in terms of cheap. Okay, gotcha. Okay, it's Um, It's a bargain. So I guess I'll just start off with how do you all feel about week one? Uh, I all right. So good news, I didn't make any waiver wire pickups this week because I didn't feel like I needed to make any sudden moves, which is interesting because for the past several years like after week one i've been like um this is like this is just you know gonna gonna go off the rails i need to try to fix it like right now so that Mm -hmm. was good yeah uh i still feel a little weird like looking at everybody else's scores and i only had a 112 i only had 100 112 Mm -hmm. um not bad but i still think it's maybe fifth or sixth like it's still pretty far like if we were doing like head to head based on wins, I may be in the last column on this one. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, I, I'm not in full on panic. Also kind of interesting. Uh, I am one and O in both of the leagues I play in, which is the first time since I started playing in the second work league, like five years ago. Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. Gandhi, how do you feel? Uh, I kind of feel like I got away with one, but I don't know. I feel like that a lot of weeks. Uh, I mean, Dan really, really gifted me this game between starting a guy who got zero points and starting the Packers defense, which as a Packers fan, I appreciate what they did for me there in fantasy, but wasn't ideal in a real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did your bench look? Uh, I made all the right calls pretty much besides uh, most are getting knocked out of the game, but you can't really do anything about that. Yeah. He looked good for his two carries and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he did. And now Dan gets uh, a piece of that 49ers backfield action with that $401 bid. I think is that accurate? Yeah. I think it was something like that. Uh, let me, I, oh, I got to pull it up in my phone because I closed discord. Somebody took a nice screen cap for us. I got to say, I wasn't too motivated. I definitely wouldn't have bid that much money. Uh, no, he did. He did 400. Oh, yeah, he did 401 for Mitchell. Yeah. I put in an, a dollar and I definitely did that as a reminder to me to go back and decide what to bid later. And then mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I, I'm, I was with Eric on this one. I didn't go after any high-profile uh, week one ads. Um, I I have, I don't know. I, my team, my score was 102, which was bad. Optimal lineup, I think, was closer to like 120, which makes me feel pretty good. Um, yeah. But... I, I suppose I should have started Chase and I didn't, but that's a learning experience. So I think that's the problem that I've had the last couple of years now when setting lineups is not knowing for sure. Um, and most of the time it's either my second or third flex, which um, is frustrating because that shouldn't be as decisive as it is uh, week to week, but I feel like that's what keeps happening to me. I think so. you had a pretty good week in general. What really hurts is Aaron Jones. Like if well, Aaron Jones has a normal game, you beat Shaq's. Well, the other thing is uh, Al Josh Allen only got 19 points, I think, because he played against Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh, and he's not going to play Pittsburgh's defense every week. So there was a couple things to, to watch out for because my first two picks definitely like way – like not way under – way underperformed but they definitely underperformed so we'll see what happens but good game Shaq this is I think this was the first time we never we didn't actually have like a verbal bet on the podcast for it yeah um, so next time I am home and assuming that the menus allow it I will get you a pumpkin spice something oh yes yeah oh <laughs> shit no 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 I, this this was something I wanted to bring up did you know that they have pumpkin spice Cheerios? I did, and they are not in my stores yet. Oh, I, I bought a box. Maybe, oh, I'll ship you got... it. Maybe I'll ship it to you. Or at least open it and let me listen to you like while you chew. <laughs> like, uh, Sure. I'll get that by the end of the podcast. I'll go get it. And I'll... Perfect. Dude, so also pumpkin spice mini wheats. I think I would like that. Oh, wow. I think like I would they're actually the, really like that. Like they're the best of both worlds because you know they have like the frosting on them. So like they really kind of taste sweet like a breakfast cereal, but like mm -hmm. mini wheats, right? So they got like the wheat, so it's like I'm healthy. Sorry. I'm sorry, like, which complete what, package? I'm sorry, what are you great. saying? Well, where do you are you trying to say wheats? Wheats, yes. Wheats. Okay. wheats. Okay. Yes. Like so wheats, you know but with the W, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's the whole package. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's just they're really phenomenal, and and I can't say enough about them. They're just incredibly tasty, and I mean at this point they're available at like most major supermarkets. I think. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go check those out. Donda, you gonna give those a try? I don't know the the last time I bought 
cereal was in the last decade. Yo, you don't. So what do you probably do for not. What do you do for breakfast? I uh, usually skip it, uh, but if something looks tasty at the bakery at work, usually get something. I got a chocolate something today, croissant or something. It was pretty I've, good. I've been doing um, smoothies lately. I've been getting a smoothie every now and then for breakfast. I want it but... if I'm gonna have breakfast. I want at least 500 calories of baked good. That's the way yeah. I feel about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that it needs to be sense. mostly butter. Okay. Oh man, Aaron made cupcakes, and there is a whole bunch of buttercream in the fridge still. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, gonna a, I'm gonna need a little bit of willpower to get through that. As you say, that's lethal. Okay, sorry guys, back back to the show. Uh, did you guys have any big surprises week one that you noticed other than the Packers just completely falling over against the Saints? If I'm being honest, the fact that the Seahawks... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The fact that the Seahawks won their game. Oh, I know really? That sounds, I know that sounds weird, right? But like every time we get like a new offensive coordinator, which this is going to be the third time now, mm-hmm. is like... Russell Wilson takes like uh, half of the year to like figure shit out. Mm-hmm. And so like, we are just like lethargic the first half and then we'll like run the table so that you're like, you end up with like an eight and eight season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then also <laughs> our, our defense, like our secondary, most of fandom didn't know who was starting in the second cornerback slot mm-hmm. uh, until he walked out on the field. That's pretty, that's pretty rough. Right. So, so the fact that bad defense in our offense, I thought would take a while to click. I was kind of, I be fair. I also thought Indy would score a few more points, but like, I thought for sure, if like the opponent got to like 17 or 21, we were, we were done. But so, so the fact that we put 28, 16, like that's a pretty, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. I, and then I, I I think just real quick, because I know you're your Lions, and then we got the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, but Stafford looked exactly like you thought he would with the Rams. At least yeah. I thought so. He looked really good. I was pre- I was I was happily surprised to see it. Um I was gonna mention about the Colts. One of the interesting things about the Colts was I did not expect um their defense to take that big of a step back. Cause I, I remembered last year, their defense was really good and it was pretty interesting seeing Wilson shred them. So I don't know. Dondi, did you have anything out of the first week? Uh, I guess with the Colts, I drafted them and dropped them already. Yeah. But uh, yeah, honestly, I watched the Packers game kind of on mute and that's all I watched. So yeah. Yeah, wasn't well, really paying a lot of attention yet. We'll see yeah. how the season goes. And I think from a fantasy standpoint, the two things that stand out the most are the early front runner teams are uh, Brian in third, Harold in second, and the cursed rings themselves shudder in first as far as points scored. Um, all of those teams did really well. I didn't look, but I'm assuming that they were pretty much optimal. So good job by all of those managers. And I think that Brian did the right thing and he picked a quarterback that probably isn't going to retire. And I feel <laughs> like that's always a positive for a fantasy football team. So, yeah. With that, do you guys – do you want to look at next week or did you guys have any other things that you wanted to bring up? So let's, since we are talking about the standings, right? So you have Ryan, Brian and Harold, and then somehow I'm in fourth, which anywho, well, you want to, um, you get, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the reason I'm not in fifth, but uh, um, anyway, so which of these teams, like looking at them, do we think is going to be towards the end of the season? We're talking about like, like a buy, right? Like who do we think sustainable? Like obviously 144 points a week isn't sustainable, but like, is his team that good? Or is Brian with a 125, which is a little more modest comparatively, 
more sustainable, do we think? Have you guys looked at the bubble thing yet? No, uh, I haven't. What's the bubble thing say? Well, if I gave you a guess at what the top two teams in the ESPN bubble final standing projections are, what would you get the guess those are? I think They've got to be bottom half. I think I was number two. That, that was true after draft day and also hasn't changed. You're yeah. still at number two. And then Shanks, I, you're actually number one. <laughs> so you moved up from five to one. So you're talking to your podcast hosts here who are one and two in the projected final standings. Okay. Um, I'm now looking at their teams. Uh, ooh, wow. That's interesting. There was a Ryan's, lot Ryan's team was not optimal. In fact, I would go as far as so far as to say that it was suboptimal. He could have scored 160. Yeah, you're talking about putting in uh Chark or Williams for no, Saquon? Corey no. Davis. Corey Davis had 24.2 points on his bench. Oof. That's not a move that you would make, though. So I think that Ryan's team is very sustainable after watching some of the replays. David Montgomery looks like a way different running back. And if he gets the opportunity to actually like play in a game where they're not down the entire time by multiple scores, I think that he might actually get have like a pretty good season. Did you guys watch that game, by the way, at all? The Rams game? The yeah, with the yeah, I, I watched the highlights. Yeah, so I'm still finding it weird that they they keep switching the quarterbacks during series. Oh, that's a new thing. Like it just seems like like sending out fields, right? Well, I feel I, like that telegraphs if, what you're going to do. If you're a head coach, Eric, if you're a head coach, are you really going to play? Andy Dalton for four quarters? Mm, no, probably not. Gandhi, same question. <laughs> like, I mean, he's got maybe some special powers. Maybe. Uh, no, just because he's ginger. It's, so to answer your question, Eric, I think if you look back at what the Saints did with Taysom Hill when Breeze was there, um, just because it's telegraphed doesn't mean that the defense can stop it. And I think that with the Bears, if they're actually if they're as bad as what they look like, Fields will be the starter by week seven. So getting him these early season reps and throwaway situations just to get him the um, experiences there. Even the um, 49ers did it with um, Trey Lance, right? They had Trey Lance in on a couple positions. The first, his first NFL pass was a touchdown uh, against the Lions. So I think that's just kind of a thing that you're going to see with teams that have these rookie quarterbacks that, you know, are first rounders. They're not starting outright, except in certain situations like Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville or with Herbert starting when um, the team doctors collapsed Tyrod Taylor's lung last year. So I think that's just kind of something that you're going to see more and more. So I there's one thing that you said. You said Fields a starter week seven. Yeah. Chris Fields comes in as a starter. What week? I have nothing to contribute here. <laughs> okay. I I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it takes that long. I think by I, week four. I'm just I'm hedging a little bit. Yeah. Week week four would be real easy, I think, because they play the Lions in the first six games. But um, okay. So back to your original question though. I think that all of these teams very much can sustain very strong point totals every week. Just looking at like their top three players. Um, Cause like Harold has Mahomes, Chubb, Joe Mixon. And I don't really see those guys slowing down. Mm-hmm. And then Dan or not Dan, Brian has Stafford, Kamara and Kamara had a really modest game too. Um, which is kind of interesting, but he has um, Stafford, Kamara, Lockett, and then also Terry McLaurin. And I don't think Terry McLaurin is going to have as pedestrian of a season as he did in his first game. 
And then Ryan's team, if Kyler Murray stays good, he's got Murray, Sanders, Darren Waller, um, and Saquon only got him three points, but Tyreek Hill was good for 30. So I think that a lot of them, I, I think there's a lot of staying power with those rosters, especially depending on what their flexes do um, going forward. So I think those will be some heavy hitters, but I also think that the fantasy season is super early. So it's kind of hard to know what, what are going to be trends. Right. Or somebody on those, somebody on the top of those teams gets injured, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I think, I think we're still, we had that a little bit preseason, right. Um, Of well, all of the running backs of the Ravens going down. Um, But like, I still feel like we're missing that real big marquee injury that normally happens within like the first, let's say three weeks of the season. Uh, what are you saying? Okuda tearing or rupturing his Achilles doesn't count. I don't think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. I think there was a couple big O line injuries that happened, yeah. but I don't know if you would count. But like those. normally, normally you get that like marquee player or like super promising rookie, right? Those are the two things that happen. Yeah. Either like a really promising rookie gets like a like an ACL or something, or like a like an established kind of superstar, maybe peak of his prime, uh, does something and goes out for at least half the season, if not the full season. Like I think we're still just like waiting right. for that, and yeah. and I mean. I'm not saying I wish this to happen on anybody, but like it just seems to be at all. There's always one every year of just those like, Hey, this, this guy just ended his playoff chances for his team because he's out. You know what I mean? No, I'm, I definitely understand. Um, Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. I think that what's the most interesting so far with everything is that like the top three teams definitely had really good weeks but everybody else was within 15 points of each other um which isn't like outrageous because like once you get to five uh it's well that's why is why is jason ranked below you dandy when he scored 14 more points than you did Oh, because you won. Never mind. I was like, what the hell's going on? Your score was so bad, I couldn't believe that you won, I think, is what just happened in real time. I was uh, mildly or was confused that, or was that question. Some, like, I'm little... glad you figured it out before I had to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was that a little bit, are you losing in chess a lot lately? Was that just some slide shade into... Uh... No, actually, it's been kind of funny. We've been playing these weird... Um, we've been playing these weird games where Jason will be down like a piece or two from the start could kind of give me like a advantage. Um, and I think I was like two and two in those, but we played this last one. It was fucking weird. All of his, all of his back row pieces were knights, uh, which was very strange. Um, but anyways, what I was saying is most of us were within 15 points of each other. Like, so, uh, yeah, and the, the only outlier there is Jason had 120 points that he scored, and he ended up losing, um, and that's just kind of the luck of the draw. But Chris Dennis, Dan, myself were all within 15 points of each other, and then I was only 18 behind um, Jason, and then Joel scored 110. Uh, so, like, it's not like – it's not like the bottom was – just unlucky it, it like there was actually like some differences in 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 the final scoring which is kind of you don't always see i feel like last year everything was like a lot closer if that makes sense so i don't know but yeah we'll see though i can't believe that's so crazy that brian won against Jay- that was the best matchup was jason versus brian 125 to 120 that was really close the rest of them were kind of blowouts. So I don't know. But looking forward to next week. Chris, do you think you're gonna bounce back? Or do you think and by bounce back I mean lose? <laughs> 
I was uh, I was looking at this earlier. So you you were favored by close to ten points until I made some adjustments. Now it's a pretty even game. Um, I don't know how, how I feel about this one. I I definitely uh, going back to the the bets on the game. If we're gonna be doing that, I think I saved the uh, the blanket for week thirteen when we meet for the second time. Yeah, when but, it actually matters. But. Uh, yeah, are you gonna are know. you gonna keep are you gonna keep Dak and Hertz on your team? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as uh, I know some of you guys have hangups about having two good quarterbacks and always choosing the wrong one, but my theory is like, I mean, the more the merrier. I'm gonna even if I pick it wrong once or twice, it's better to have that that solid backup who might pop and wind up as the higher score by the end of the season and I can slowly transition. I may choose wrong a couple weeks in a row in the middle, but hopefully I figure out by, by the end of the season, who my quarterback is. Uh, Shaq, are you going to keep Rogers after week one? Did you mute yourself? Is he still here? Maybe Shaq. He's not muted as far as I can tell. Did the weeds get to him? Oh no. Oh, we lost oh, him. Oh god, Man we down. lost him. Well, I like to think that he's gonna drop Rogers after one more bad week. And then somebody will pick him up and he'll win the championship because he picked up Rogers. Right. That's kind of what I hope happens. I don't see the Rodgers thing continuing all season. I do think this is a Rodgers problem, but I think it's more of a hubris and like, I don't need a preseason kind of deal. Well, what uh, was up with your guys' offensive line? Because I know Bakhtiari's out, but... Yeah, that that's happened. Honestly, I thought they looked pretty good in general. Like the yeah. uh, El- Elton Jenkins, who's like filling it... And at left tackle, he's normally an interior lineman. He's filling mm-hmm. in at left tackle. I thought he played really well. Uh, probably could have used more of a rotation on the inside, but I thought in general the line was good. Yeah. It was Rodgers. It was just straight up Rodgers. Like um, I saw some commentary about how uh, Tunyon had a drop. Uh, like on like the first ball thrown to him when he pretty famously has only had one drop in his career prior to this season. But uh, honestly, it was Rogers. It was Rogers putting the ball behind people the entire game, just not accurate. And I think it's not putting in the off season work and I uh, kind of like not giving it, like shortened preseason, not giving it your all in camp. Uh, yeah. Chris, I'm sorry. We can't accept that as an answer because it wasn't in the form of a question. The <laughs> correct answer is who is Rogers? Sorry. Who is, who is the I'm next back, host of Jeopardy? Hey. Oh, we thought we lost gone. you. Yeah, we thought uh, No, no, I didn't have, I didn't have time. So um, I'm using a guy to do my breaks. He works for the county. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's having a problem trying to get the right breaks. Oh. And uh, so he he just caught like, and my phone was over there. And I was like, man, I don't have enough time. So like, I just <laughs> muted my mic real quick and then like, walked <laughs> off and took the phone call. Okay. Uh, okay. I see how it is. As uh, the editor do, of do this wanna... podcast, what I'm looking forward to most, I missed this in the intro. Where, where do you want to talk about in this podcast? What are your expectations? And my expectations were a lot of dead air. Uh, that's funny uh eric do you want to plug the brand of breaks that you're going with or do you want to just move on no because i don't know him (laughs) oh you don't know what the brand is so so he's he's called the guy and uh well you gotta call a guy well yeah so so like he calls him he's like he goes what here's your car i'm like oh nine he goes okay so he and he's like dude it says oh eight and i'm like dude it's an oh nine and he goes yeah so the vin says oh eight but the bumpers are the sticker or whatever says uh 
2000 or it says 2008. So he's like, it's an 08. I'm like, okay, whatever. So he gets the pads today for the 08 and he goes, these fucking things don't fit either. So he's like, I don't know. He goes, normally the brakes say like GM or something like that. He's like, these say like Universal United, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So like, he's like, I'm going to try tomorrow and see if they have the parts. And I'm like, uh, all right, cool. Like, I, I don't know what's going on at this point, but he apparently my brakes are special and unique somehow. Well, congratulations on having unique brakes. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you missed... Um... Well, did you get to hear everything or did you, you had your headset off, right? No. Yeah. I threw my headset off like a coach who was mad at a turnover. Okay. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, okay. So I was asking if there, I asked Dondi what was up with the Packers and then is there anything that you wanted to talk about this week as far as matchups? Uh, like this coming week. Let me yeah. look. Okay. Um, it's me versus Dondi. Yeah, come on. You got to have a take on it's, that game. Yeah, it's Chris Dennis versus Dan. J- you're playing Jason. Uh, and then it's Ryan versus. I'm going to guess that that's Joel. So. And then it's. Uh, um, To comment on my own game, I I think Jason's going to beat me. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. Tom Brady looks great. The only the only safety on that is that uh, Tom and Gronk look like the old college buddies they used to be on Pittsburgh or on uh, New England. Yeah, maybe and, they go uh, out and they have a little bit too much to drink. Well, they... well, as long as he throws his touchdowns to, to Gronk, to yeah. Gronk, I'm I'm more or less okay with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can deal with him scoring X amount of points by throwing the ball, but if I can mitigate some touchdowns, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Fair. I mean, that's probably right. Chris and Hurricane Ditka, somebody has to win. Um, it's not going to be us because that matchup is going to be terrible. But uh, I think I think I'm going to be most interested to see what Ryan plays this week. Yeah. What, like how what his team does? How his team does? Like, it, does it put up like a hundred, like another 130 points? Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I'm actually pretty excited because I think that one of the things the league has been missing is a, like, dominating shutter. Or or at least a confident shutter. He, I, he makes a great heel. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Here, come on. Kayfabe, bud. You got to keep it. Like, what's going on? You can't use the terms. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Gosh darn it. Uh, well, now that you open the door, uh, Dondi, do you think do you think Big E is going to wrestle Goldberg at WrestleMania? Goldberg, I I still maintain that they're going to try to. I still think it'd be cool if they unify the belts at some point. Like they yeah, clearly want to push never Roman to the moon, and I could see them doing a Roman versus E matchup and have Roman two belts. I mean, they let the women do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not Roman? If any, if any male wrestler is going to hold two belts in WWE, it seems like Roman Reigns is the guy. Yeah. Eric, I would like to Roman tell Reigns. you, I was about to say, I would like to tell you the only piece of WWE memorabilia I have is a Roman Reigns t-shirt from when he first started. Yeah. Oh. He's now referred to as the tribal chief. Mm, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's his thing. A um, tribal chief, huh? Yeah, he's the head of the table. Uh, he'll probably yeah. wrestle the Rock at some point. In- probably next year. It seems like they wanted to wait longer, but I don't yeah. know if we can stick with a, a champion for that long without people getting bored with his shtick. Yeah, probably. And then I don't know uh, if you saw, but they rebranded NXT. 2.0. Yeah. And one of the guys that they're highlighting, which is a real shame, I gotta say, that they're calling it NXT 2.0 now. The 2.0 is in the yeah, but they weren't. They were ever rise in uh, WWE. They weren't 2.0. Real missed opportunity at cross cross promotion. Well, do you want to hear something kind of crazy? Uh, So I caught up on it yesterday, and uh, fucking Rick Steiner's 
son is a wrestler that looks exactly like his dad. <laughs> and he wrestled yesterday. He it was crazy. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, he was a full, genetics he was actually, are he, he ridiculous. Was a, yeah, he, but he was a fullback in the NFL. Oh, so really? There's a, there's the, a, the young Steiner. The, yeah. Yeah, the young Well, the, the young Anderson looks exactly like his dad, too. I don't he, know what he, this he fucking does. male genetics is that Arn Anderson's kid looks the same as him and Scott Steiner's kid looks the same as him, but yeah, holy I mean, fuck. I've, I'm for it. So, uh, yeah, but okay. I also, Eric, am interested to see how Shutter does this week. I'm very interested because uh, Brian's this is lineup even full. Maybe that's why Brian's pro- projections don't matter, obviously, but his projections only 102. How's that? This is low to me. You know what I care about more than how Shutter does this week? What's that? Who who do you think is the best of the 0-1 teams? And who do you think is the worst of the 1-0 teams? Like, do you think it matches up with the points they scored in week one? Or do you think... Yo, uh, I'm imposter syndrome here. I'm the worst of the 1-0 teams, I think. (laughs) Nah, I think that... I'm sorry, Chris. I think that you're the worst of the... Oh, one teams. Oh, right in the gut. Um, that's obviously gamesmanship because we're playing this week, so I can't have you having any confidence as we go into our matchup. This is what um, I get for asking the question. And then I think the I, – I genuinely think that um, – let me double-check that I'm not misremembering his team, but I really liked Jason's draft. Yeah, I like Jason's team. I like Jason's team under the assumption that Ezekiel Elliott's not going to score 4.9 points a week. Which probably going to be a safe assumption. Yeah. So I'm kind of there with that. Um, but I, I mean, if I'm being honest, I do like my team too. I, I think that my team's okay. I think I have a lot of interesting, um, which is a weird way to describe a, a roster, but I feel like I have a lot of interesting wide receivers that could be good. And we'll see. Cause I, I really like Jamar chase. I think he's going to be really good. And I like this, this uh, Jalen Rager guy that I had last year from Philadelphia. I really, really like him. Um, especially paired up with uh, Smith uh, on the Eagles. If Jalen hurts can actually get him the ball. So we'll see. I like my team. I like Jason's team. Uh, I'm kind of tired of Dan, so I'm kind of hoping that Dan doesn't do that well this year. So I feel like he's like kind of snuck into the play. Like last year, like you remember, he was like kind of the evil empire that we're hoping that Shutter is this year. Um, so I think I'm ready for a little bit of a vacation for Dan as far as being competitive. Yeah, yeah. I, I think too, also, if he if he continues and like keeps having a bad record, like you could see him getting like a little salty. Yeah, not oh, like not like Salt Bay, maybe, but I could see him getting salty. But put him a little, and not even like at us, but just like fantasy football as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like him just being like, "Oh my god, my team," blah 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 blah. Like, and that's also kind of entertaining when that happens. Like, I, if somebody's doing poorly, you want somebody like, you know, at least being entertaining about it. And I think yeah. we get that from Dan. And I will say this too: I really want to go all in with this main and tail sponsorship for him and i think that if he doesn't have a good season we should get him a year supply so one bottle of main and tail that's accurate as a purchaser of main and tail it lasts me about a year yeah so i feel like we should do that for sure so Um, what what constitutes how bad are we missing playoffs or are we going to put a ceiling on his win count i think that if he makes it into the poop bowl we, okay. we get him some main and tail because he's going to have to clean off the debris from the poop bowl. Yep. Nope. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. So I feel like that's it. That actually is funny. I'm, I think it'd be really funny if we did that for anybody that made it into the poop bowl, if we bought them something that we, <laughs> I mean, now I want shutter to make it into the poop bowl. So we have to buy them some dude wipes. Let's <laughs> yeah. Let's throughout the okay. So what if Jason makes it to the poop bowl? Like, am I just delivering him several several gallons of milk? 
we could buy we could get him a milk service so he has a milkman daily like <laughs> is that still a thing you can have in 2021 I oh i it is probably and if you're in a rich affluent neighborhood i'm sure it'll be a thing oh my gosh and we could get what like, are all the housewives gonna do oh man and we could get joel like the cheapest t-mobile phone <laughs> do you remember you used to go to like boost mobile or t-mobile or stuff like that or like you would see them at like target and stuff the ones that were in the clamshell wrap that like you could pick pick off like the the burners. rack and it would come with like i a think card. we call those burners eric yeah <laughs> yeah but like burners were more prevalent and before they were used as burners <laughs> some kids like us use them as prepaid cell phones where'd you learn that chris drug school <laughs> oh i i did definitely have a prepaid cell phone in high school yeah. dude i went through so many of them until i got to that nokia candy bar the 3380 man yeah that's the style i had just indestructible yeah, I think Dan still has his. Yeah. I'm proud because I was there when Dan broke his last phone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it, it was at his old apartment in Old Oak, and uh, we we were watching. To tell you how long ago it was, the Red Wings were in the playoffs, and we were playing against San Jose. Yeah, we were playing against San Jose, and it was at 10 a.m. Goes into overtime. It's like 1:45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. and san jose scores and i think like dub ot and we lose and he just whips it against a wall and it just breaks because it was a flip phone just breaks in half and i just remember the next day like driving him to best buy and like he like picked up a new phone that's pretty good that's really funny i uh i remember he had that phone in college i think or a phone that was in that style in college for sure. Probably because he didn't see I my entire college career, I'm pretty sure I had a droid. Because I started with a droid X. Back um, when they used to make things in metal. I don't remember. Maybe maybe a future episode will regale everyone with the phones that we've owned in our life. And we totally our should. Episode. I think that should be a good idea. Hey, all right. So to get back to football and pick them. So um, I had this bright idea. Um, it's not bright and whatever. Um, so in the spirit of our pigskin pick them this year, sure. um, each of each of us, we are going to pick one upset, including the spread. Okay. Uh, and then I am going to take all three of those and put it into a parlay and bet $5. Are, but we're basing it off the pick them scores right now. I will. Yep. You give me, you tell me which one you're looking at and I will confirm the same spread is true when we do a bet. Okay. So let, me, let me pull that up. Yeah. Not let me pretend that up. I know which NFL teams are playing in week two. Okay. I'm ready. So we got just, so, so I'm just picking an upset. Yeah. So you pay, pick the upset you think. So the upset is the team with the plus. Correct. Okay. It means they can lose by up to X amount of points. So like the Giants with the plus three and a half means they can technically lose by three and you'd still get money. Oh, wow. Made you guys have to think. It's cool. I can cut this out. (laughs) Touche. See, I knew there was a reason you're on board, Chris. Uh, give me the Eagles at home in San Fran. Okay, yeah, I uh, I like that. Let me let me pull it up. Okay, so what does it say? Okay, perfect. So Eagles are also three point five, so that goes into the first. Um, I think where was I looking at this? Crap, I lost the one I was looking at. Um, can you please not? My mind keeps like sponging be- or swinging back up to the top, and I'm like, well, what the hell? Um, man, I feel like he was like the last one. Dude, you. The Lions at the Packers? No, no, I think I'm good there. <laughs> 
the I Ravens at home against. You know what? City. Maybe no. I'm a homer, but give me give me the Packers in that. What are, what are they favored by right now? Uh, the the Lions are plus ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. The... Uh, so I got so I got eleven and a half. You, okay. are you still in so on this? Even, so that would mean that the, that enough people have put money onto Green Bay to win. That the bat that has moved a line. Wow, that's crazy. All right, Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Green Bay at eleven and a half, uh, and then I'm gonna take the Dallas Cowboys as pay as much as it pains me to say it because I think they're gonna beat the Chargers, um, and they are currently it's two and a half on our site and it's currently a plus three. All right, so uh, I'm gonna place five dollars and that'll win me thirty one thirty nine. Okay. Uh, the when, total when is I a, lose this is a plus for us, I'm gonna feel double bad. <laughs> if you if you lose that, yeah. All right, so we got that established. So that's I think that's gonna be a fun little thing because I figure we can, if, if if I do well, we can invest it into the end of the year stuff for just at pad our pockets. You know, increase okay. those salaries since they're so marginal. And right, Jamie? Exactly. Yeah. In that same vein. I have a fun thing that I would like to do because you know how we always talk about how the projections don't matter, right? Sure. Yep. Which team this week will be closest to their projection in points? Uh, Are there any outliers to begin with? Hmm. Well, Brian scored 125 last week, and his projected total is 102, which still seems low to me. Honestly, I think Chris Dennis. He's at Chris. 107.6. So, do you, but again, you got to remember because this is it goes both ways. So, if they blow past it, it's the same as if they score under it. No, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for the accuracy of it. I think he's going to be right around that 107.6. You think Chris is going to score 107.6? Yeah, I think, I think he's going to be like real close, like within probably two points. Hmm. The, the two highest projections right now are uh, Mahomes and, oh, Hippopotami. Yeah, yeah the yeah. thing is, is I don't think Mahomes is going to be 111. Computers like, love, computers fucking love my teams. The, the two lowest are Hurricane Ditka and Sea Average. Which I think Sea Average is another one that's going to get blown past. I don't think it's going to be that same... Uh, I don't think it's going to be 102. I think you're looking at at least like 115. I think that I still don't really like Brian's team. I think that Dan's team is going to be real close to his projection. Okay. All right. Uh, 103.5. Yeah. I, I mean, team. my cop-out answer is that I think that uh, I think that maybe Eric is going to be Shax is going to be the closest to his projection because he's like dead in the middle. And we've proven that we're all within about 15 points. So somebody's got to be average. Yeah, I'm average. All right, 109.2, Chris. All right, so I've got Chris Dennis at 106.7 or 107.6. Uh, Jimmy has Dan at 103.5, and Chris has me at 109.2. So we'll have to come back after that and see uh, see what it looks like. Yeah. I guess this is all assuming that people have already set their lineups too. Uh, I think we'll just go based off these numbers. These are set yeah. in stone. Yeah. These are now don't mind me. I'm gonna go change my projection. 
take just, that, Chris. Yeah, just take all your players out so that you're 100 and some uh, points under it. I think that's a good. I think that would be a good. That's a pro move. move. That's a real yeah. strong move. Yeah, this is definite definite pro move. Yeah. Uh, so game coming up in two days, right? New York Giants, Washington. We excited for that? I'm I'm no. not. Like that's the. Why are Thursday night games so bad? Because they're a poorly thought out idea. Okay. No competition. I what else like, are you going to watch on a Thursday? I really wish. The, what I what I wish they would do is I wish Thursday night games wouldn't start until bye weeks start, and then um, you play the Thursday coming off your bye week. That's what I wish they would do. But they yeah, do I could see that. That would like that kind of makes sense actually. Yeah, but they too much sense really. Yeah, really, really. We are trying to put way too much logic in this league, guys. I know, I know. Yeah. So you guys are also thinking about else? player safety and what the fans want when really what it's really about is what's going to make the most money. <laughs> what yeah. does the NFL want? Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I need to really more think about that. Um, guys, I'm sorry. I am just really boring this week. I don't really have much going on. Uh, do you guys have anything else that you wanted to chat about? Uh, I mean, I can't really think anything else. I feel like we, we covered it all. Um, oh no, I actually did have, so there's this really great pizzeria place called 112 Pizzeria, um, yeah. up on, up on Marketplace Circle, which is Adams Road. Okay. Everybody uh, pizza. That's good. And, uh, so they do the New York style slice, right? Mm-hmm. Big, thin, foldy. Uh, but they almost do in like a fresh, like, neapolitan pizzeria type thing because the crust is really airy and it's very like not soaked in grease like a lot of other like types of pizza pizzas so it's my go-to um and they have like specials like on the weekend and stuff but like one of the things is i it got me thinking what is the best kind of pizza like are we talking uh not like cooking method so like charcoal grill wood fire etc but like detroit style chicago style uh new york style right or we can even say um the new like um quick pizza places right so like mod pizza and blaze pizza where you get like the personal one we can make that like a category so like which one of those four is like the best pizza like if you're like man i want a slice of pizza no we're we're not going to delineate you're ordering a pizza a whole pizza, not a slice. Is it is it cheating to say Connecticut style? Because you started off by saying no, like wood fired, no this, but that so pretty what much is, is the what differentiation is Connecticut between Connecticut style is basically like a wood fired New York style, I think more or less. Okay, so maybe that's what I'm eating because that's definitely what this is. It's a New York style, but it has like a thinner, like lighter wood fired crust. Like, I think we can all agree, and I'm speaking for everyone on the podcast, that Connecticut is kind of a, like a terrible place, like a shithole of a state. But um, I mean, I'll go with it. The, uh, I mean, they're responsible for Lyme disease and all kinds of stuff, but their pizza is in New Haven, like specifically, is like pretty next level. Huh. I learned something today. So I learned, I learned Lyme disease came from Connecticut. Yeah, that's what we took Lyme, away from Lyme, this. Connecticut. Lyme, is my that my the, friend is... actually just went there for a family gathering of sorts and came back with Lyme disease. He was no sick for way. like two weeks after he came back and kept getting tested for COVID. And it turned out it was Lyme disease. Did Ooh. they have to do the scrubs thing where they shave the guy's head to, to find the, the tick bite? I don't think they had to do that, but I think he's not allowed to go in the sun and he's going to be on antibiotics for like two to three weeks. I think I remember reading that Avril Lavigne had Lyme disease and that's why she was like super pale. Well, not that, but that's why like she stopped releasing music for like seven years. Oh, hmm. okay. I mean, could be that I, seems I like it's a, a terrible an thing. excuse. Like, I'm not. I don't know. You go get Lyme disease and deal with the fallout and then you can. Speak I'm out of ideas. Yeah, Lyme disease. Like, I couldn't produce new music. I don't know, man. Lyme disease is scary. Also, there's those tick bites that make you allergic to red meat. 
that oh, would that's be a terrible scary. tick bite. Uh, can we also can we also talk about the great passing yesterday? Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Uh, Norm yeah. McDonald. Oh man, just that one. That one. My one of my guys was like Norm McDonald just died, and I was like, no, a definitive. Like, I I did like I the Steve Carell. Definitive Carrell. person in in crafting my sense of humor is, I would is agree. Norm McDonald. It, it's that it's that dry like rye type of humor it's the willingness to stick with a joke despite all odds despite D- no reaction and just drive it home wasn't he no wasn't he at a comedy wasn't he at a comedy central roast where he did that he just kept doubling down until the audience uh, laughed. it was the no it was the bob saget it, roast and for they sure never, they never laughed yeah, no one, no he, one he was getting nothing oh. from the audience. But when he kept driving the jokes home, jokes, if we even want to call them that, they were quote unquote, they were not getting reactions except from the people he was roasting, who just as he kept digging deeper and deeper and deeper into the awful jokes, he finally started getting laughs out of the the people who are participating in the roast who I think I saw I think, what was happening. I'm pretty sure that was the roast wow. where he said that uh, Bob Saget had the face of a flower. Yeah, cauliflower, I think was the joke. Oh, no. That, that's it's accurate. Really, I rewatched bad. it yesterday. I think he also said that somebody should somebody should really join the Klan. Oh, not not, not that they're racist, racist just because a hood would be a good way to cover their face. Yeah. That's awful. But in a good Norm McDonald way, yeah. Um, circling back to the pizza, I'm a homer. I really like Detroit style pizza. Yeah. Um, I think that like, because I'm such a glutton, if I'm going to eat something like that, I want it to have as much bread as possible. Okay. Um, although I will say that there is a kind of... Um, well, now I'm questioning whether or not it's a New York style or if it's a Connecticut style. Uh, I think it's a New York style because I don't think they have a wood oven. Is it um, relatively greasy? Ye- yeah, I'd say so. I say then it's, it's then it's New York. Okay, so uh, there's a New York style pizza place here called Pizza Head that I really like. They're um, they what is their it's a uh, <laughs> it's pizza, beer, and punk rock. I think is like what they're stickers say i'm pretty, pretty cool. sure that was on like diners uh drive-ins and dives so haley haley and i went through this like phase um last year during covid um where we were watching triple they d. did it yeah well they yeah. did a triple d takeouts oh. and so what they did was guy was at his ranch and they took four of like their like they kept taking like four of like the favorite places they visited mm-hmm. and like the people sent them like frozen boxes or like mm-hmm. refrigerated boxes so they could cook like the signature dish or whatever like in in front of the like you know on television and then you know they would like just oh this one's the best and they would get like $25,000 or $10,000 to you know whatever charity they were going for but like um, i think triple d's on uh hulu uh so we were watching it on discovery plus okay because it was food network yeah you know i feel a little bad from earlier putting over new haven connecticut style pizza over detroit i gotta throw in some props for buddies like way to represent way to name all your shit after local detroit landmarks Still a little bitter that they got rid of the DIA pizza. That, that was my favorite buddies. What, what was the DIA? I think it was artichokes, capers. I forget what else. Oh, yeah. Spinach. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Real artsy-like. Capers it, on it a pizza. Salt, huh? That'd be salty as shit. It was... Oh, for was sure. Like spinach and artichoke, capers and onions or something like that. Oh, yeah. That would be I salty. Could see that. Get out. I could see that being pretty good. Yeah. I also uh, would throw out, I think Eric and I have talked about this before, but I really like the alibi. That's like kind of the place we went as a kid. So like nostalgia wise, that'll always be my favorite. Yeah. Pizza. We talked about it. I've never been to alibi and you said you thought you there was one up by your brother. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's one up in Auburn Hills. It's like a, it's like a express, not like a sit down. The sit down ones in Troy. I'll have to, I'll have to find that one. Yeah. 
It's really good though. That's probably my favorite. They're, they're kind of like a mix between um, like a New York style and like a Italian restaurant style. Okay. Um, which is kind of good. And then, yeah. But yeah, I would throw out Pizza Head here, but I really like Detroit style. And actually it's been kind of surprising. There's been more and more Detroit style, like frozen brands to get even down here. Yeah. I think kind of weird. I think Detroit style is the new, like hot word, like buzzword. Oh, it's like, like a Detroit like, oh, style pizza. Oh, so like it was hot girl summer. So it's like Detroit style pizza summer. Yes. Sorry, that's exactly. Hot boy summer. Yeah. Waxed and waxed. Yeah. You did it. You picked a team name that was COVID related. I like it. Good for you. So, yeah, but that's pretty much it. That's a, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I've, if the pizza's in front of me, I'm probably going to eat it. I've rarely, I've rarely run into a pizza that I haven't liked. Yeah. But like, if you, if you have the options to have, you know, whatever pizza in front of you, like, you know, last meal pizza or something like that, like, what's the pizza you want? Yeah. What are you guys' takes on dessert pizza? I think it's an interesting, <laughs> I think it's an interesting concept when done right. Like, I, I think there's a difference between making, like, throwing some, like cinnamon sugar and some honey on top of a pizza like at that point you're just doing like a sopapilla mm-hmm. like and, and like you know making maybe a more cookie type like crust right and then putting like you know some Reese's pieces on it and maybe some frosting or whatever like there's actually making it more like a pizza I think is good, but like some of the one, like a lot of the dessert pizzas that I feel like you would get from like any sort of fast food pizza place is just like two seconds of work. Yeah. Like question. No, like, thought into it. Yeah. I got a question. Have you ever had a good dessert pizza? Cause I you feel know, like pizza hut, uh, who are pizza ranch, like any of the other pizza, whatever places, just produce trash dessert pizza. So like let me cactus bread. So let me, I don't let know me if tell pizza you. ranch exists around there. You should know of it because uh, Kirk cousins is a sponsor of pizza ranch. He's does commercials for them, but that's just a trash pizza cactus bread. So there's a I place really up- to change my team name to cactus bread now. Cactus bread would be a great team name. Just if I wouldn't get in trouble, I would do it for this week just to play Dondi as cactus bread. Cactus bread, maybe. Maybe this is. We should totally reach out to Shutter and be like, "Listen, it's a fantasy podcast tie-in. Can I just change my name for one week to Cactus Bread, please?" Yeah, that's pretty. That'd be pretty fun. Should totally do it. Um, so there's a place up up by me here uh, called Grant's Pizza House. Uh, it's like right across Jamie from where Bangkok is downtown. Yep. So, uh, and, and they have, they have a man, what was it? It's a pear and apple dessert pizza. Mm. So it's so right. It's their pizza crust, um, but it's cooked a little thicker. So it's more of like a cakey consistency as opposed to like a, like a non-risen flour crust. Um, so it's that, and they put, um, fresh, um, the fresh fruit on it, but they, and then they cover it in like a reduction compote. And then they also garnish it with like powdered sugar. And then I think they have like candied, mm, I want to say it was candied apricot on top, like with those other two fresh fruits. And it is real good. So yes, I have a good dessert pizza, but that is like the only one. And that isn't even, I feel like a traditional quote unquote dessert pizza. I guess what actually differentiates a dessert pizza, just nothing savory besides the dough, I guess. I think you could even say, yeah, I I think it's meant generally smaller, generally sweet, right? It's meant to be not a main course. Pineapple on a pizza doesn't make it a dessert pizza. Yeah, but I think I think anything can be a dessert pizza if well, you try enough. I right? think most, like for me it would be like for me it would be like dessert from the standpoint of like the three main components. So like the dough is always going to be kind of like a dough, but then also like there's some type of sauce and then there's some type of uh 
possibly like a dairy or something else to go on top of the sauce. That would be what constitutes it as a dessert pizza. Because like, even if you get pineapple on a pizza, you're still going to have cheese and red sauce most of the time. Yeah, and maybe that's it. It's it's a pizza without cheese, without red sauce, but like it still tries to mimic a pizza with like non-standard ingredients. I think that's a thing, right? Because pineapple is considered what I would say a standard ingredient. Like if you go to a pizza place, most likely like they'll have pineapple. Mm-hmm. We have but a place think, around here that does, uh, was it wine poached figs, gorgonzola cheese, balsamic reduction, and bacon. That actually sounds good. Like real it's good. fucking great. I don't know if I would qualify it as a dessert pizza though. And maybe that's just because I've made it my it's dinner on the so many times. It's right but on it's, the edge. As soon as you said poached fig, I was like, that's a dessert pizza. Yeah. But any, I'm with you. Any dessert pizza can just be a pizza if you try hard enough and believe in yourself. Yeah. I think it's when they go too hard into the dessert. It's not balanced. That's a shitty pizza. Yeah, yeah I agree. They, it's when they you put... do canned pie filling or like brown sugar and whatever on top of pizza dough. That's phoning it in and it's not yep. acceptable. Yep. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And this place grants is the same, same way is, you know, they, they, you can tell that they made the ingredients that were going on top of that dessert pizza. It wasn't something that they popped out of a pie can. So there we go. We solved the mystery. Illuminating. So the best pizza is really up for debate, but what's not up for debate is the designation of dessert pizza. If it's, yeah, there's no love. You know what? I would say that the best pizza shouldn't be up for a debate. The best pizza is the pizza that it, that's in front of you right now. That's yeah. the best pizza. All right. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All guys. right. We did it. I'm proud of us all. All right. <laughs> we got anything else? Uh, no, I thought we were stopping the podcast at that point. So, okay. That well, seems right. like a fitting ending point. Well, may the uh, numbers always be in your favor uh Dondi, good luck uh if you're in the poop bowl get ready for some useless junk that we're possibly going to buy for you and good luck everybody i feel like that went well we did it we did it hey, we did a thing that uh the, the title has got a one. solid hour plus of content the the title for that one needs to be rambling men rambling men that yeah. actually was Ramble legitimately on. what that kind of went to yeah royal royal ramble what if, if we royal, wanted to be, if, royal we wanted to be if we wanted to be a wrestling theme i like the royal, royal ramble. ramble the royal you, ramble or you know how like it's it's a qb scramble we could call it qb ramble you know what I like about the Royal Ramble is it's a wrestling reference that most people aren't going to get. Yeah. Royal Ramble. Just like God, half the elitist. shit that we threw in there. That's funny. I, I blame Eric. Eric started it. I and started we fucking I, finished as soon it. as because I couldn't think of another good way to explain them. Like yeah. he'll just fit yeah. so perfect. You opened the door and Jamie and I went off on our own for a few I opened, minutes. I opened the door and you guys just absolutely kicked it down and merged. You were yeah. like, fuck your door, Eric. <laughs> fuck your door. Yeah, fuck oh. your door. Eric. It's my door now. Yeah, look at me. Door. This is my door now. Yeah.